Hey guys, before we begin our next episode, a quick word from our sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. I know that's got you already free. And there's creation tools within it that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. You don't got a computer? Hey, you could do it right from your phone. That's right. Create a podcast with just your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more anywhere. They do it all for you. Plus, not enough. You can make money off of creating your own free podcast with no minimum listenership. So what else do you want? Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Frankie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do this quick because I got some things to do, honestly. Uh, Welcome to Before the Scrap. Uh, This is going to be our um, opinions and predictions on the upcoming fight tomorrow. See, this is why I don't like um, cards being so close to each other. Uh, It's hard to watch it on a Wednesday, at least for me it is. And I got some things to do during the week, so I'm... But I still got to get this info to you. I got to give you this knowledge. So uh, let's get into it right away. Get started with the first fight. Uh, sorry for rushing through this. It's just I'm not even in my office right now. I had to record through my phone actually, but I gotta get you this knowledge. Um, uh, don't mind my cheat sheet. I mean, I, I do my research. I gotta give you facts. All right. So let's see. First fight: uh, Abdul Razak versus uh, Munir Lazes. This is actually the one. Well, I'm really pumped for the main event, but. I think this is my second most anticipated fight because I really want to see Lazes. That guy has got a cool uh, story uh, behind his journey to this fight. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Abdul Razak is nine and one. Uh, he's 32, uh, six foot oh, uh, 75 inch reach. Uh, Munir Lazes is 10 and one. He is at 34, five eight, and 73. Uh, inch reach so Abdul has got the reach advantage and a height advantage and the youth uh, quote-unquote they're in their 30s now so um, let's see Abdul is former Bellator uh, fighter uh, black belt in judo uh, this guy has never been uh, been KO'd and he's got some mean Muay Thai uh, this guy had a 53 second KO debut and he beat Nico Price in 43 seconds. Uh, who who does that to the CEO of an Orthodox finishes? And now uh, Lazes, I'm really pumped for this guy. This guy is fighting out of um, Dubai, so you know he loves the sport. You know he's not doing it for the cash. Um, he's on a two-fight well, win streak, I believe. Um, he lost his only five-round fight. I think that was out of the UFC though. And this guy has eight TKOs in his last finishes, uh, his last nine fights. So he's a finisher. Uh, unlike uh, Abdul Razak, uh, he hasn't had as much finishes lately. Um, and 
the cool thing about this guy is his story. So uh, Dana White was in Abu Dhabi after uh, a UFC event. And I believe it was this guy's uh, manager or cousin, Lazez's cousin, recognized Dana White. And he went over to him and started um, uh, talking about uh, Munir, like, about Lazez. And Dana White was sort of hesitant to hear. And he showed him Lazez's highlight reel on a video on his phone and Dana White got genuinely interested uh, he contacted him uh, via Instagram and got him in touch with Sean Shelby and that was that so uh, this guy is a highly exciting fighter that's why I'm telling you don't blink during this one I think this guy is going to shock all the spectators with an awesome finish so but Razak's no joke but isn't that an awesome story <laughs> and it would be awesome to uh, finish this chapter of a story with an insane KO so I'm going for uh, Munir Lazes via KO in the first round going on to the ladies bout molly mccann versus uh, tyla santos molly mccann the meatball <laughs> isn't that a funny nickname that, that's her that's her nickname uh she was a cage warriors champ 30 years old five foot four 62 inch reach she's a purple belt in jujitsu uh, she's 10 and 2 and has four ko's to her name uh, Thyla santos is five foot five so she's got an, a one inch height advantage she's 27 years old got a youth advantage as well uh her uh striking is i see she's a superior striker and she's actually finishing her fights um and she only has a few well actually she has a few decisions but they're all unanimous so just dominant performances and uh, molly mccann hasn't been able to actually finish a fight and has had some uh, her last two were really close as well and well she's got two losses to her name now um so she's got 12 Dyla Santos has 12 finishes and I see her as the better striker I think she's going to have a strength advantage too and I think she just flows a lot nicer on the feet um honestly I haven't seen a lot of Molly McCann recently I've missed her last few fights uh I've seen enough of Dyla Santos to be confident in this decision I think uh, Santos is gonna get it via knockout in the third round on the third fight of the main card we got jimmy el terror rivera uh, that's the terror uh, versus cody stanman uh, i'm really excited to see jimmy again i am i think he lost to aljo last time or, or putreon those are his two losses right so no no shame in that uh 31 uh, years old five foot four a 68 inch uh reach he's 22 and four not a bad record oh my dog says hi <laughs> i mentioned i wasn't in the office um a former high school wrestler and he's a third degree black belt in karate that's surprising 
I couldn't actually recall, could not recall that fact while I was uh, researching, and I suddenly stumbled upon it. Wow, I mean, he's got neat striking, but I wouldn't think it was that um, ranked, that much of a high rank, especially in karate, since he has such a wrestling-based stance and style. And like I said, his only loss was to uh, uh, Sterling and Peterion, so no shame in that. And he beat uh, uh, Dodson. That guy's speed is incredible, so you know he's not going to have a problem with Cody Stanman's speed at least in paper now cody stanman is 30 years old he's five foot six 64 inch reach he's a blue belt in uh brazilian jiu-jitsu and he's an ncaa division two wrestler so uh, i think there's going to be a lot of wrestling now this guy actually has a boxing record he's one and one um but half of his wins are by a decision and he also lost to aljamain sterling so uh, he's not finishing as much fights and uh, well ne neither is Jimmy he's got 16 decisions but I see a lot of grappling a lot of wrestling and even though I see Stanman is a NCAA division 2 I think uh, Jimmy Rivera is going to be on top of him for most of the fight and I think they're pretty even and striking, but I think uh, Jimmy is going to have a strength and wrestling advantage, and I think Jimmy takes it via unanimous decision. Alright, now the co-main, we got Big Tim, uh, Tim Elliott, former Titan FC champ. Uh, this man is owner of four fight, post-fight bonuses. He's got three fight of the nights and one performance of the night. So this guy is guaranteed excitement. Uh, five foot seven, 67 inch reach. He's a blue belt in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and he's an NCAA Division II wrestler. He's got really good wrestling. He's 15, 11, and one. The thing is he's on a three uh, fight losing streak. Uh, Ryan Benoit is uh, 30 years old, five foot five, 68 and a half inch reach. He is a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and he's 10 and six. This man has never been KO'd and he has eight KOs to his name in his record. But uh, the thing is, this guy is literally on uh, winning every other fight. So he's uh, gets a win, bags an L, bags a dub, bags an L, bags a dub, bags an L, literally. And um. I think Tim has got the wrestling advantage and man but he's coming off a three fight losing streak but man if tradition prevails uh, Ryan Benoit uh, won his last fight and by the pattern he is due to lose this upcoming fight because he's on a win lose win lose streak so uh, I'm I'm gonna go with it man I think uh, Tim Elliott takes it via KO in the third round. And now the main event. Man, this is going to be an 
epic stand-up battle uh calvin cater versus dan 50k ek calvin the boston finisher uh, 5 foot 11 72 inch uh, reach boxing and muay thai background as you can tell by his fast hands and his deadly elbows just ask jeremy stephens no he then got smashed with a right elbow he's a blue belt in bjj so he's no chump on the ground either and he's 21 and 4 uh, he's got 11 ko's to his name and he's beaten great fast diverse strikers like shane burgos and had a really close fight with zabit so i don't think danny Gay can honestly do anything he has not faced or seen before and he's on a ko streak i think he's got three ko's in a row ige is uh 28 uh five foot seven a 71 inch reach just a one inch deficit uh to cater uh black belt and bjj uh brown belt in judo and he's an ncaa division three wrestler and you're not messing with any of these Hawaiian dudes. These guys are badass. Uh, he's 14 and 2. You can argue 3. I think Barboza did beat him. But isn't that so cool that he said, I'll give you a rematch. And Barboza said, nah. I'm not having that. I mean, who wants to rematch Barboza? I mean, do you even want your legs anymore? You should just chop them off. It's going to be the same result anyway. Uh, this guy actually has five subs and then he's on a six fight winning streak uh, he has been uh, KO'd once and man this guy's striking is no joke either either but I think he's got the ground advantage but I just have the feeling that Calvin is going to put him in trouble before they can even get to the ground and Ige sort of relies more on his striking really than his ground game uh, and every fight starts on defeat i think hater is going to hurt him before ige can get his game plan rolling so i got calvin cater uh, knocking him out third or fourth round i'd say fourth yeah i think the boston finisher takes it via ko uh ko excuse me on the fourth so that's it those are our predictions for uh tomorrow night's uh, uh usc fight nine card i'm slowly for rushing through it like i said i'm not in the office as you can tell by some of the background noise and my dog <laughs> just breaking right in the middle of my recording but um that's it um i gotta bless you with this knowledge uh these are well-educated predictions so uh, you're welcome to try to use them for your bets uh just don't at me if you come losing and don't blink like i said during that opening fight uh, on the main card uh Lazez is awesome don't blink i think there's he's gonna add another highlight reel finish to his already already marvelous highlight reel and well that's pretty much it hey if you win some of that betting money throw your boy frankie some pennies i've been on ramen noodles all week <laughs> well, that's it guys stay tuned um 
next weekend i think we're having another card yeah and be on the lookout for the next episode peace